The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of the greatest show in the history of shows, The Mexi Mind Matters. Episode 216, coming to you live from the city of no return, Mobile, Alabama. The Alabama Slama. Yes. Welcome to, once again, another Road Tripping with Mexi episode. Coming back from our first race of the year. Not since 2000... Let's see. Let let me search the memory banks accurately. Mm, Yeah, I want to say 2014 because I think that started with the Flying Pig. Yes. Not since 2014, ladies and gentlemen, has Mexi started a race this late in the year. You that after Arizona, you know, you got to give the body some rest, you got to celebrate. Uh, you know, the proposal happened, Christmas happened, you know, body needs to heal. But you know, Mexi's been putting on some weight, you know, Mexi's not been necessarily upkeeping. But we will start, we got to look good for the wedding, can't keep looking like a fat ass. So, and as you meant, as you all know from previous episodes, me and Kato got that nonsense bet going on. So Mexi decided, you know, let's start with a half. We're going, we need to do three races anyways this year to secure the trophy for another club that I'm in. We'll get to that in a later episode. But anyways, uh, yeah, so... Coming back from NOLA, for those of you who don't know, that's short for New Orleans, Louisiana. Yes, LA is the abbreviation for Louisiana in this country. And NO, New Orleans, you know, common sense. So yeah, Mexi decided this was going to be the first race. A year ago, Mexi was actually in New Mexico. We were driving to do the state of New Mexico get that one done. Now, Mexi's driving back. Uh, for some reason, I couldn't understand when I booked the flight. The, the race was cheap. It only had a, a 5K option and a half. Of course, Mexi did the half, and I'm like, it's a half, okay? No need to train. Tara's like, well, I'm not going to let you do any marathons unless you train. I'm like, well, this is a half, bitch. What now? So, booking flights. I was kind of confused as to why flying directly to New Orleans was more expensive 
than just flying to Atlanta and driving down. It was like 800 bucks, and you had to connect either through Atlanta or Chicago, which is insane because I'm not going up to Chicago to come back down, which makes no sense. Um, Atlanta, NOLA, yeah, that makes sense, but I, I mean, for 800 bucks, that, no, that's insane. Round trip to Atlanta was a little under 200. I'm like, well, you know what? Renting a car ended up costing me 87, so that wasn't bad. Gas, so far I've spent about $35 on gas. The hotel rooms, well, I mean, no less hotel room, you still needed to pay for that. But the one in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, the way where we stayed, well, I stayed as soon as we got to Atlanta and then drove down. That one was 170. So total price, less than 800 bucks, because the food and the hotel Nola, you still have to pay for that. Yeah, very proud of myself. And when you rent a car, they always give you a new vehicle. Anyway, so this one had 31k miles on it. It's a uh, Nissan Versa. Pretty nice. Drives, drives, drives well. Mexi had never been to Nola. So, it was a new, exciting experience. Um, the race itself was an out-and-back course. No timing mats. Shocker. And I like it when they say a flat course. But then, they forget to mention that right at mile 9, they put a giant bridge there. And if you've ever been to NOLA, the bridges, you know, some are straight. But the most part go up and down. So, uh, yeah, no, that was not cool. The steep hill, not cool. My metal was pretty cool, though. I'm not gonna lie. For a half marathon, it looks way cooler than the metal I got when me and Kato drove down here to do the Louisiana race, which that's the thing I don't understand. And, and, Race directors out there, let me know. Coach Super, anybody else listening that does any race directing. Why is it so hard to get decent looking medals? Like the one I did when me and Kato drove down here 13 hours. Uh, made of clay. And it just had spray painted Q50 on it. And that's it. And it was, it had a 50k, a 50 mile and a marathon option. Way, cool, way cooler race Through the woods, way harder This race Flat, half, cool metal That's what I ask about my races Cool medals And decent price of admission Coach was like, well why didn't you do NOLA? We paced that I'm like, okay, unless you want to Get me in on, on being a super pacer um, NOLA's very pricey So we're considering that Speaking of Coach Super you guys should definitely check her out at Super Studios 253. She's done some great work over there. It, she will help you find your super. Give her a buzz. Give them a buzz. 253-272-0700. Ask for code super. Let you let her know that Mexi referred her. Refer you to him. Use the promo code. Save money. Super Studios 253. As always, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. 
So last time Mexi was on his way to Louisiana, Cajun country, um, me and Kato drove. It was at night though when we got to, you know, the bottom end of 65, I-65, right by where Mobile is. And um, it was at night and the ramp to get on I-10 kind of goes up. So it kind of seems like when it's pitch black that you're about to jump into the ocean. I slammed the brakes last time about shat my pants. During the day, completely different story. Now, most of the sights I saw at night, I thought they would be nice and pretty during the day. Oh, no. Misleading. Misleading, people. No, no, no. I-10 doesn't go that close to the ocean, to the Gulf of Mexico. So you're not really seeing a lot of ocean. You're just going over some rivers and during the day kind of swampy so not 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 too cool um but last time the race was north of no of nola so this time we had to cross the bridge for i-10 that was pretty cool um i was advised on the way back to take the causeway bridge which is longer gets you up to covington louisiana you just got to come across i-12 to i-10 that one much better um it's actually longer because it's more in the middle of the bay. Like, if you picture NOLA, it's like a sea. And the I-10 bridge is towards the edge of the sea. Whereas the causeway, that bridge is, like, up in the inside of the letter C that is formed by the bay area. I did not get to do that much fun stuff in NOLA that I wanted to. Mainly because their traffic is horrible. Now... I don't understand why downtown traffic on a weekend in NOLA was terrible. I know March Madness was in town, okay, but the games were earlier and at night, so I wasn't driving during that time, and nothing else was going on, so I, I, I'm so confused. I did see the, uh, the Superdome, the Mercedes-Benz Dome, or whatever it's called now, uh, packet pickup, and the expo was a bunch of ta- a, a few tables, get your bib. Nothing too fancy. I did like the t-shirt, though. Had the same logo as the metal. I will give them props for that. Might keep the t-shirt. So, but yeah, it's just... NOLA, I wish I had more time in NOLA. Now, the missus wants to come back. I definitely feel like it'd be greater in Mardi, uh, during Mardi Gras. I've never been to Mardi Gras. And actually, technically... That's what I was uh, getting ready to say earlier before I uh, went off track here. The reason I found out it was 800 bucks to NOLA is because A, it's spring break. B, it's March Madness. I didn't do a bracket this year because, you know, why? I get the first round great, then everything starts going to shits. I uh, did watch the fiancé do one, and uh, it's going to shits. But yeah, no, that's why it was 800 bucks, of course. Definitely cheaper to fight Atlanta. Right, good decision. Now, oh, now that we're Hilton Reward members, the hotels treat us better. Uh, they signed me up when uh, we went to Hawaii, so it was great. Hilton hotels, free breakfast, no big deal. Time difference, no big deal. Race started at 7:20. I had breakfast at 6:30. Excellent. Got there, plenty of time. had to poop twice but hey that was it very good race i actually finished 
Now, having not ran since December, and in December I hadn't ran since July, so that was my first marathon in six months, my halftime at that marathon was about 250-ish. And I remember crossing the halfway point and saying, oh yeah, I got this. If it's at 250, I got this. I'm finishing. Well, I did. This time around, my finish time was 2.44, which is not shabby. I was actually faster than the halftime in Arizona, considering I feel like I'm in worse shape. I don't know. I was trying to follow a pacer and see, and it's been a while since I ran a race, so I remembered what pisses me off about these races. And also, it's the first time in a while, because Tara can't take the time off, that I'm going solo on this trip. Which is a good thing. Um, I kind of needed it. I was like in. I was like mm, too busy planning wedding stuff. I needed to get back in the flow. The awesomeness of like flying into a city, getting the rental car, and just driving, crashing a night, finishing the drive the next morning. I stopped by uh, Destin, Florida. And Pensacola Beach, Florida I was told the water was very clear there And they were right Beaches were beautiful A lot of people for spring break go Funny because I Got on the freeway I-10 Went past the mobile that way And uh, got to Mississippi And I had time before the expo Because uh, I was I mean it's a half how, how, how awesome could the expo be Which it wasn't So I'm like you know what on I-10, and I took a detour to check the Mississippi beaches. Biloxi and uh, Gulfport. Yeah. Equally terrible. Definitely the water not anywhere clear. Look like a brownish color. Same thing in Louisiana. Like, the, the Bay Area, the water was, like, bluish brown. But it did vary in some areas, so I was kind of confused. But yeah, I noticed also that... Uh, talking about slavery being over I mean at this point this is why we still have racism people because these states they don't give two shits it's the dirty south it's a confederate flag in Mississippi yeah all the servers and workers they're all black so they're basically still slaves they just get paid minimum wage see and this is why Kaepernick kneeling down is a, it's a bunch of nonsense if the dude knew anything about racism, he'd fucking give these people jobs. Instead of getting paid millions to do ads and get shat on by the NFL, hey, how about, uh, how about you, uh, come work at McDonald's down here and show everybody what's up? Mm-hmm. So I thought. No clue what people But again, I've already covered that in podcast. That was just a sidebar. So, Mississippi, beaches, not too fancy. Got to Louisiana, perfect time. That's a little bit of sightseeing. I almost went into the casino. They had a Har- Haras Casino. Gambled some money. But um, due to traffic, I couldn't get in. Pain in the butt. Pain in the butt, I tell you. The hotel, the Double Tree, was out towards the airport, so that was nice. Uh, right next to a Dunkin' Donuts. That was my breakfast after the race. Dunkin' fucking donuts. Hey, healthy though. 
egg white, omelet sandwich, on some wheat bread, some turkey sausage. But when you're donut of the month, it's mint chocolate, a mint, a mint chocolate brownie donut. Oh yeah, I'm having that bad boy. Oh yes siree, yes siree, bad. Currently leaving Mobile, heading towards Montgomery. Uh, rental car has to be back by 10, and my flight is the red eye at 10:30, landing in Columbus at midnight. <laughs> Perfect time to go back to work. Or should I? Hmm. Well, I mean, I did some work on the computer while at the airport and also at the hotel. So, uh, yeah, and I got some demands out. Might as well just, you know, get some get something get get some work done on Monday. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, there's actually a mobile river? I did not know that. And the bridges are fun because when you go through these states, mind you, we're going, we're crossing four states in like two days. Some of these bridges, the river goes in between. The bridge or it has a creek that comes out of it and it sits in between both sides of the bridge. It's kind of fun. I didn't notice that last time. Again, it was nighttime. Definitely looking forward to my massage on Wednesday because, you know, not necessarily sore. I like how everybody's like, well, how'd you do? What was your time? Um, I was, I'm fine. How are you feeling? I, I mean, I'm, I'm good. It's a half. It's calmed down. Everybody's like, don't, don't be so arrogant. I'm like, it's not arrogance. If I could do what I do and run marathons and not bat an eye and finish, I'm not trying to improve my PR. I'll, one day I'll get there. But if I'm finishing races without any training, and these are marathons, a half with less... Okay, six months, no training, ran a marathon, finished within the time limit. Three months and some change to my next half, and you're worried? No, let's get the fuck out of here, okay? It's not arrogance when you're good at something, and people... And that's, that's where people think it's arrogance. They look at you and they're like, well, he can't do that. And then I say I want to do it. And I'm like, I got this. And I don't believe you. And then they call it arrogance. It's not. It's confidence, ladies and gentlemen. Confidence that a half marathon is a half marathon. If you ever watched The Biggest Loser and you saw that they make those fuckers run 5Ks without any training and they finish in 52 minutes, I can most definitely assure you that a half will be done for the time limit. Now, like I said, my massage Wednesday with Tiara and Stone Massage. Speaking of which, they are also a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Miners podcast. Sign up now. Use promo code Mexi. You save on your first sweetest massage or your membership. Comes out once a month. You can stack them up. Get a free massage monthly. Or if you want to take some time and get them to add up, get multiple free massages. Mine on Wednesday is free, ladies and gentlemen, because I have so many. Hands to massage. As always, a proud sponsor of the Makes of My Manage podcast. If you guys can see what I'm going through right now, perfect example of what I'm talking about. Like, all these lakes, rivers, they pile up down here. The bridge literally goes up and down, up and down. 
over the years. It's it's amazing. If you've never did, if you've never gone down I-65, go down I-65. I've actually gone all the way from north to south on I-65, ironically, since I've been here in the U.S. So, to go back to what I was saying about the pacers, I was following some, some chick who was pacing the 250 timeline for a, you know, the half. I'm like, okay, well, let's take it slow. Let's, we can finish at 250. That's easy. The bitch was going too fast. And I'm like, why the fuck? Am I that out of shape? Are you kidding me? And then I looked at the clock. She was going 15 to 20 minutes faster than the sign she was pacing. To the point where, at one point, her and the 240 pacer were like back to back. Like neck and neck. That's insane. This is why selecting pacers for your race, you have to know what the fuck you're doing. Some schmo who just wants to pace and doesn't know when to slow down or how to keep a pace... Just makes everybody else like, well, what the fuck? Like, I thought I was going too slow. Oh, no, no. I kept up with her past her a few times. But, yeah, she finished 10, 15 minutes before me. And I finished at 2.44. So you basically finished with a 2.30 time. And you're supposed to be pacing 2.50? Yeah, good thing nobody was following you. Actually... Funny thing is, there was actually a few, uh, quite a few of us following her, and aside from me, nobody else was able to maintain her pace. I actually lasted the longest, around mile 11, I was like, I don't fucking care anymore. Fuck this. And like I was saying, all these things about races that annoy me, the walkers, there's people that walk halves. Now, if you're going to speed walk the whole thing, I mean, that's an Olympic event, that's fine. Speed, some speed walkers go faster than most people run. I'm talking about like the people alternate running and walking, as I've said multiple times. It's a half. You can't maintain a certain running pace on a half. And these people, it's not like these people are fla- uh, flabby bo- uh, blobs. No, they're people in shape who look decent. I just, I can't with these people. Offered me a beer at the end. I'm like, okay, well, I would love a beer, but unfortunately, some of us have to fly home and drive. They did give us a pint glass, which I also thought was great. I actually got that once for a race I finished, a marathon. That's a medal. This half gives me a pint glass, a cool medal, offers me a beer. That's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you do a race. That's how you do a race. And if I forgot to mention, this podcast will be a special because we're we're live, okay? So it will air today, Sunday, assuming I have time at the airport. But yeah, it will air Sunday. It will be a special podcast. February is doing better than January. I mean, sorry, February's doing better than March. Retract that. March is doing better than February's month. January was a great month for us. You were listening. You know. February kind of died down because of the cold, whatever. That usually happens. March is picking it back up. So to thank our listeners, you know, we did a Hispanic podcast. 
not too long ago. Now I'm going to do some specials. And there's actually a few topics I want to touch. I want to talk about racing groups, running groups actually, in a following podcast, as well as one strictly about work, and also one about major cities, because that was brought to my attention recently with a few questions of you guys. So Mexico's actually going to dedicate a podcast ranking his favorite cities in the U.S. since I've gone across all 50 states. And we'll actually talk about other stuff too. To finish the podcast, March Madness is going on. The Lakers are officially out of the playoffs, finally. Oh, this playoff season is going to be glorious. No LeBron. Oh, oh. That would make the games worthwhile. I might watch every single game. And uh, as we drive through the great state of Alabama, I will say this, though. The sign when you cross into Alabama always says, Sweet Home Alabama. I wish that all across the border, they had, like, this electrical thing somehow where they would, as soon as you cross it, bust out in giant speakerphones, Sweet Home Alabama. I play it every time I get into Alabama. Hilarious. Love it. Anywho, I wish I had more time in Lola. I might come back in the near future. Uh, check out the, the boardwalk. Maybe gamble at the casino, you know. Somebody tried telling me to do rock and roll New Orleans. I'm like, no, it's too pricey. Unless you're a pacer, which in which case, I did not know pacers did not have to pay the entry fee. But then again, you have to show up. Regardless of the weather. So, we don't know. Plus, if I'm just showing up to pace, I mean, I'm probably going to be pacing your 5.30 marathon time. I'm telling you that right now. I don't know how I feel about carrying a sign for all 26.2 miles. But we'll see. We'll see how that works. Now, I will say, I mentioned this briefly... These people on the left lane need to move. I and I'm a I get past sometimes on the right lane, and that annoys me because I'll be and Tara hates me when I do it. I'll speed up to not let you cut in front of me because I'm literally doing like 90. If you go to the right and need to pass me, that's insane. But on the other hand, if you're on the left lane and there's nobody on the right and you're just there chilling, going 70, fuck off. I did so many zigzags when they gave, it went to three lanes and back down to two. I would use the uh, exit ramps to like pass people. Just insane. There's some Rover, Rover, Range Rover who thought, "Hey, I'm I'm a smarty pants. And I can do what you're doing. Try to pass me back." No, 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 no. I am the most dangerous, fast, responsible driver anybody knows. So, just throwing it out there. Also, I would like to finish the podcast with a shout-out to my man, Joel, one of my groomsmen. He and his wife, Kate, are having their first newborn child. She's actually getting induced tomorrow. Congratulations. Welcome, baby Busek. Again, if 
you guys haven't picked a name, should have, but Alex works both ways, boy and female. Just, just throwing that out there. Now, before we go, we do have to also, as always, give a shout out to our other sponsor, American National. If you, and I had this discussion with the rental chick when I got my car. If you choose American National, you can use an umbrella policy. Live insurance, car insurance, homeowners insurance, groups, everything. Covers every time. The chick was slick, was trying to sell me uh, liability only. I'm like, no. Full collision coverage is basically liability only. I don't give two shits. If the car breaks down, you still have to pay it. To fix it. I'm covered through American National. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, what's an umbrella? So I had to explain what an umbrella policy Well, that's what I'm going through because I got in a car accident and I didn't have any gap insurance I still have to pay. Yeah, well, that's a problem too, but, you know, not sure if American National has gap insurance, but you definitely want to get gap insurance for a certain percent, okay? Because they cover, as soon as you drive a car out of the lot, price goes up. You got to get gap insurance, okay? And then definitely UM, UIM, whatever have you. The entire drive on the freeway, there's a lot of billboards for personal injury attorneys. Every state. Please get coverage. Call my man, Ramo. 595-2934-604 area code. Use the promo code Mixie and save money. As always, American National is another proud sponsor of our Mixie Mind Matters podcast. Make sure you do check us out. SoundCloud and iTunes, all the episodes are there. Social media, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube. And as always, remember, where there is a Mexican, there is always a way. Until next time.